0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Galaxy Brain Podcast. So, obviously, I uploaded a podcast a few days ago, but like I said in that podcast, I want to start putting out more at a more frequent rate. Um, That's the new goal, and that's what I'm going to start doing. I want to try and get a few episodes out a week. So this is going to be my first one for the new upcoming week. So, obviously, this is coming out on Monday, so happy Indigenous Peoples Day to all my fellow Indigenous people out there. Um... I'm barely an indigenous person, uh, but I'm, like, technically a few percent, so I, like, you know, you know, so, so today, like promised, we are going to be talking about the New York Yankees, and um, just a little disclaimer, I might get a little heated, um, I'm going to be not just talking about the wild card game, I'm also going to be talking about the entire season as a whole, and what I think the Yankees can go from here. Um, first off, I want to, I guess, congratulate the Red Sox for going on to be able to eventually lose to Tampa. Although, they are actually playing Tampa pretty well right now. Um, Which is actually a little bit surprising. Uh, As of right now, it's still tied 4-4 middle of the 10th while I'm recording this. Um, I'm also getting ready to watch the Chiefs and Bills game. So, to all my friends who are Bills fans back at home, uh, good luck as my Broncos fan. uh, We lost at Steelers today. I'm running for you guys. So, uh, again, congrats, but seriously though, congrats to the Red Sox. Uh, Native Aldi outplayed Garrett Cole hard, very hard. Um, Alex Cora outmanaged Aaron Boone, which I could outmanage Aaron Boone if you like. So um, that wasn't a surprise. But let's just dive right into, we'll start with the game. I think we'll start with the game. So obviously we're going to, let's talk about Garrett Cole. Now Garrett Cole did not have a good game at all. Like in the slightest bit, um, did not play well at all. He what I think he went in three innings, no two innings, three earned runs, uh, just didn't really do well. Obviously, the Bogarts home run was pretty. That pitch was horrible, um, and then the Schwarber home run again wasn't a great. Although the Schwerber the Schwarber home run, that was uh, insane. I can't believe he even got around on that ball. that was high. Um, the Bogarts one was a horrible pitch. Uh, Gary Cole just didn't have it today. Uh, or that game, rather, not today. That he didn't have it that game at all. And Nathan Navaldi did have it. I mean, five and a third. Only allowed the one run. I mean, eight strikeouts against a very patient, uh, normally patient, New York Yankees team, who walks a lot. Obviously, if you watched the game on ESPN, that's all you heard Alex Rodriguez talk about was how, oh man, the Yankees are normally wait patient, they walk a lot, and the Red Sox are one of the more aggressive teams, they swing a lot. But alas, uh, he had no walks. Uh, there was not a walk drawn the entire game by this Yankees lineup, which we'll get into in a little bit. We're just gonna talk about the pitching right now. Then uh, Clay Holmes comes in. Clay Holmes pitched uh, amazing. He kept the the Yankees in the game. Um, where I thought that it was like, okay, well, we're done after all this stuff happened. Uh, Clay Holmes comes in. He pitches amazing. Uh, he pitched out of his mind. Um, obviously, a great midseason pickup for these, for, for these Yankees. And uh, I think he can play a huge part in this bullpen going forward. Um, he he has, He's a nice sinker pitcher. I can see him replacing Britton's role as our sinker baller. Uh, obviously, Britton dealing, dealt with a lot of injuries, hasn't really been himself since. But uh, he pitched two scoreless innings, only allowing one hit. Uh, a lot of he, I think he had two double play balls, I want to say, and that was it was really impressive. And I was honestly genuinely impressed about it. All right, so now we're gonna get to the part where I was kind of upset about. So we happened twice. So keeping Jonathan Lewizka and Luis Severino in after one inning of work. So obviously both are coming off of injuries. Uh, Severino off of a Tommy John injury that kept him out since 2019. Um, and was good, literally just came back. So I don't know why Aaron Boone thought it was a smart decision to try. Like, I get it. I get it. Garrett Cole only got through two innings. Like, that's pretty tough. He got pulled in the third. And even after Clay Holmes and his great pitching, you just you couldn't do it. And I understand that. I do. But at the same time, <laughs> Severino... It's like, he did not pitch a lot this year, neither. And the could pitched amazing in the beginning, got hurt, came back. I mean, they, they still pitched decent, um, but they were just left in for too long, way too long. And that shows. And I think that that was all Aaron Boone. And that could have been easily prevented, easily prevented. And it just, it makes me a little upset. Like, like we, you need to be able to know how to use your bullpen and, Learned the roles like Sebi coming in. I wasn't mad about that. Uh, keeping Sebi in for as long as you did was a bad mistake, and then putting Loizica in for an inning would have been good. And then he kept him in. Then obviously, bases loaded uh, with three or straight. And then, like, I just don't understand why he thought it was a good idea in my head. I just it doesn't click. Um, so now we're going to talk about the Yankees hitting lineup. Um, I don't know what happened to Joey Gallo uh, after he got traded. He cannot hit with runners in scoring position, and over four, he did not, he did not hit well at all. Um, but I guess the big people that you're obviously are going to focus on are John Carlos Stanton, Aaron Judge, Anthony Rizzo's home run was nice. Uh, he's obviously going to be a Yankee. I'm assuming again next season, um, they're probably going to ship out Voit, which hurts a little bit. I like Voit. Uh, but Rizzo gives us a left-handed bat that we need in the lineup, so I obviously can't be too upset about it. But, so Rizzo's home run was huge. That started the Yankee scoring. Um, Stan, if we were not in Fenway, Stan could have had three home runs. <laughs> he would have had three home runs. I mean, if we were in New York instead of Fenway, which obviously you know, Yankees could have played better, got us to that position. Um, not Obviously not, not an excuse. I don't, don't think it would have mattered either way. I think we still would have lost. In the long run, maybe it would have been a little bit closer. But uh, I think we might have, maybe we maybe still would have lost in the long run. I'm not sure. Uh, that's just all speculative, of course. But hitting that green monster twice is just so. Oh, it just sucks. It sucks. And. But now we can talk about my favorite play of the entire game. And that was sending Aaron Judge home when the ball was basically in the infield. Um, I don't know what um compelled Phil Nevin to do that. Uh no idea. I was uh even at the time I couldn't believe it. The fact that Judge almost got in there by the way is something that not a lot of people talk about that I thought was fascinating. Obviously he was out by a lot. But like he still made an actually pretty close play at the plate. Just being able to like kind of shift his body around. There's no way in hell he would have been able to do it. That's just a hard play to make. Um and especially when you're like what, six seven like Aaron Judge is like that's pretty tough. Um it was just, I just don't understand uh, some of them, some of the moves he made. I don't like how Gary Sanchez had to sit on the bench because Garrett Cole is pitching. Not a big fan of that. Um, Garrett Cole should not be getting his own designated catcher for us. Gary Sanchez is an offensive catcher, and we we really needed his offense in this game, and it showed. Uh, Higgy's pretty good defensively, but he's literally he catches for Garrett Cole. That's why he's on the roster. And then days that Higgy needs off are uh, Gary needs off. Uh, I apologize. Uh, Garrett Cole should not have his own catcher. And honestly, Gary Sanchez, just by the eye tests, um I'm not gonna talk about a lot of super analytical numbers, that's just not really who I am. But um just by the eye test, like he he has a cannon, so like no one really steals on Gary that much. It's pretty it's pretty difficult too. Um he he's definitely gotten better defensively behind the play, but his offense is what we need. We need that pop in the bat. Like obviously he could strike out a lot. But again, then again, like what's the difference between striking out and hitting hitting a ground ball to second. Like there's not a big difference there. Um and so like the chance of getting the home run and starting the offense or getting a double and sparking the offense is higher with Gary than it is with Higashioka. Um so that again I love Higgy too. Uh Higgy, I mean he's he's decent. He's a decent backup catcher. He's someone that is nice. Obviously uh, I watched Austin Romine for a lot of years. He, I loved that Austin Romine so much, but just just my Yankee bias. Like Austin Romine didn't even play that good with us, but it was just like Austin Romine. Like, oh, man, he was a really good contact guy. But nevertheless, um, Judge one for four. Judge did all right. I mean, Sand played so well. I feel like Sand was the only one that really wanted to play, and Clay Holmes obviously. But just on this hitting, like Sand hit so well, and he every playoff game he's played with the Yankees, he's hit so well. And Stan really showed, like, he's really figured it out not to play it. And I, th- I like, it is really showing. I mean, he killed it at the end of the year. He destroyed the baseball at the end of the year. Like, it was insane. So, and I guess now we'll, that's all I really had to say about the wild card game. It was disappointing, obviously. Um, this is now, no one thought that the Yankees would be losing in the wild card game at the beginning of the season. Um, I know, I definitely didn't. Obviously, I was hoping for a ring, but, uh, Congrats the, the Red Sox. Um, obviously, I don't want them to win. Uh, I'm a Yankees fan. Uh, I don't want Tampa to win either. So whoever wins that series, I hope they lose. to. I don't really want anyone in the AL to win. I guess go White Sox in the AL because uh, I'm not going to root for the Astros either with their trash can banging. But I will say that Alex Cora um, is a great manager. And uh, Alex Cora is like really valuable to that team, clearly, considering like the team didn't really change a lot from last year and now they're one of the best teams in the league. So, so uh Alex Cora is a very vital part of that team. Like the stuff that he does for the team is just insane. You can't really replace it. replace that. All right, so now we're going to be talking about this offense throughout the year and this pitching staff throughout the year and what we could expect as a Yankees fan or just as someone who watches MLB going into the next season. Um so Gary, we'll start we'll start with the like the pretty much guys who had the most played appearances for us and then kinda of just like circle down. Uh Gary, I mean he did he did pretty decent this year. Uh 730 OPS. I mean he he's a home run hitter. Uh he goes up, he strikes out a lot. That's just how kind of Gary is now. Um but he has the potential of being a really like when he's Gary's hot, he's hot. And it's scary and you do not want to face him. But when he's cold, he is very cold. So he's a really streaky player. Just this whole Yankees team is was really streaky this year. So I think Gary Sanchez is one of the players that embody that the most. Um, him and a pitcher we'll talk about later on the line. But uh, yeah, Gary, he had a decent season this year. I mean, 99 OPS plus 100 is the average, so he had a pretty average season. Um, big power numbers, uh, OPS being uh, uh, on base percentage rather being at uh, 307 hurts. It really hurts his OPS. Um, That's all right. Uh, decent season average season for a catcher i mean and he's decent behind the behind the play so we had all right season um obviously we're gonna talk about Stan really quick uh don Stanton had a phenomenal year um yeah and he was pretty much healthy all year uh 139 games that's pretty good uh for Stan obviously he had a injury but 139 he um let's see over the last few seasons i mean last year shortened season 23 games 2019 18 games. And then, like, this is the most healthy season he's had with the Yankees since I think his first one here. I think he had, like, 150 games or something like that in his first season. But uh, he had a phenomenal season. I mean, 19 doubles. Is, it's it's pretty good. I mean, 35 RB, uh, home runs, 97 RBIs, I believe uh, 870 OPS, so 136 OPS+. plus. He had a really good season for this team. Um, I would say definitely second-best player on the team offensively behind Aaron Judge who had a sleeper MVP season if it wasn't for Otani and Vlad's season Judge would be like right there Judge had such an amazing season they're really overshadowed by these two guys and they deserve all the love that they're gonna get I would I didn't vote for Judge for if I had a vote I would not vote for Judge for MVP uh had a really big sleeper season though a 916 OPS a 149 OPS plus 149 um I mean he almost had 40 home runs like, he had 39 home runs and 98 RBIs. Like, he played good this year. He played really good. Him and Sand really were the big offensive juggernauts on this team. Obviously, uh, Judge wants to stay New York Yankee his entire career. He's headed himself. Um, and these two coming back next season, building around them, hopefully staying not injured this year. Um, they both, I mean, Judge played 148 games, which is good for him, too. Uh, they both – I mean, they're both healthy all year, and this is the caliber that they can be at when they're healthy all year. Like, this – these two players are two of the best players in the league, and they showed it this year. Um, I don't know what's going on with Gleyber Torres. He played amazing his first few years, and now he, done a, he doesn't hit the ball. He doesn't have pop anymore. And I'm not really sure what happened. Um, but he's still young. He's still 24. He can still figure it out. He has a lot of time left on his career. And I think he needs to play second base. Badly. Uh he really he's way better second baseman than a shortstop. He he just he doesn't he's not all there defensively at shortstop. But at second, he's way more comfortable. We saw it even in the Wild card game. He made a he made some good plays at second. Some really good plays. So hopefully it's not Boone there next year, but Boone will have we'll have, we'll talk about Boone. He'll have his own little separate category for us about what I expect out of Boone if he is back. I do not want him back, but if he is back. Um but, yeah, I mean, Glaber, he still has room to improve. I think that he can get back to where he started with us and start popping off again. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. For Glaber, uh, Gio, 116 games. He was, or I'm sorry, no. Um, we well, got yeah, 116 games. He was hurt a lot this year and, like, not, like, big, bad injuries, just injuries that were lingering all season. That, like, even when he played, they still affected him. Uh, seven. I think seven thirty. Seven twenty. I apologize. Seven twenty ops. I mean, uh, below a hundred ops plus again for him. Uh, I think he could, He will come back to form next year. I do think. Uh, once all these injuries have kind of subsided within him, obviously, like the Yankees' biggest problem over these last few years have really been injuries. That's what really hampers them, uh, especially during the regular season. The injuries destroy them during the regular season. Um, like Aaron Hicks. Uh. He was out all year. Uh, Miguel Duhar didn't really play a lot. He, he got hurt. Clint Frazier got hurt. Uh, Luke Voyak got hurt. Everyone's been really hurt for this team. Um, who else is a big player I want to talk about? I guess we could talk about Joey Gallo this season. Um, I don't really know what to talk about with Joey Gallo. He was really disappointing for me. I mean, a 93 OPS plus. Once he got to the Yankees, he didn't play good at all. Like He had 58 games with us. Like a seven oh seven OPS with us. One sixty batting average, which I'm not a big batting average guy, but I mean one sixty, he did not play well with the Yankees. I uh, think he'd have a better season next year. If uh I just it was very disappointing. Uh as one of the like the bigger moves this off or this uh trade deadline for the Yankees to just not really perform well. Just kinda sucked. Um Rizzo played great. Uh one ten OPS plus with the Yankees. In forty-nine games. Um I expect him to even get more playing time at that first place spot. Um he split a few games with Voyet. Don't think we're gonna keep Voyet, as I mentioned earlier, uh, which sucks. Again, I like Voyet, but Rizzo, he's better defensively at first. He has a good glove. Left handed left-handed bat, which was what we needed. DJ, um DJ had a really off year this year. We'll start with we'll go with DJ here. He had a really off year after getting his bag. 150 games, but, like, he just didn't play well. 97 OPS plus, And I think uh, he can go back to the D.J. Mayhew of old. I mean, one fluke season doesn't really mean anything yet. Uh, we'll see how he plays next year and kind of go from there. The infield is interesting. I don't know if they're going to slide the Mayhew to third or if we're going to go after a new shortstop in the off season, like Correa or Javi or, you know, I don't really want Javi Bias or um, Seager. There's a lot of things that the Yankees can do this offseason. And obviously, if they're Yankees, they have money. They can make moves. So, uh, we'll stop talking about the offensive side of the ball. And we'll start transitioning over to the pitching. Um, there's, honestly, I was pretty impressed with the pitching this year. Um, obviously, Garrett Cole, Cy Young caliber season. Despite what happened in the wildcard game. He's him and Robbie Ray are right there for that Cy Young. It'll be very, very close. Um, I know that Robbie Ray hasn't beaten ERA, but I think Cole hasn't beaten a lot of other statistics. So I think it's going to be Cole. Um, And one game of the wild card doesn't really show how good Cole was this year. He really struggled a lot towards the end of the year. And again, it just carried over to the wild card game. He lacked some confidence in a few of his pitches. He just wasn't on point the whole end of the year. So, like, this was kind of an expected thing. Although, you like, you had like for Bo- for Boone, you have to put Cole out in this situation. Um, there's no other pitcher on the staff that you put before Cole, even if he was struggling. But again, he had a phenomenal regular season, and he just I don't know. I just don't think he pitches well in Boston. He's not a he's not a Fenway pitcher. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll keep moving on the list. Now we got um, Montgomery. I mean, he he pitched pretty well. Uh, Three eighty-three RA. I mean, that's not horrible. He, uh, yeah, he was pretty decent this year. I'm, I mean, he's a nice little left-handed uh, pitcher. I mean, I don't really know what else you could really ask for him. Uh, 369 FIP is, is pretty decent. I mean, he he pitched pretty well this year. I can't complain. Uh, same with Italian. Um He started off rough. They hit a really good stretch. He pitched really good. Started the trail off again. And then... Yeah, and then he got hurt at the end of the year. Uh, Jamison Talion, Talion, rather, sorry. Uh, he He's good. He's good. Um, I think he can keep improving with us. Um, I think, he, yeah, he has a lot of good potential. And I think he can do decent stuff. Uh, Nestor Cortez was a big surprise. I mean, a 290 ERA in 22 games. Uh, he was a big surprise. And I like it. Uh, same with, like, Louis Skill. There's a lot of guys like that that uh, pitch really well. There's some of these young guys coming up in the system. Pitch really well. Like I know Albert Brea, you had a little bit of shine coming off of uh, in the bullpen. Luis Gill had some good had some good starts in there when uh, some some of our pitchers got hurt. Uh yeah, but yeah, I phenomenal season by Nestor Cortez. I think he can make um he can be mainstay. Like maybe I could see him, especially with if Sevi comes back to the starting rotation. It's like a good four or five, depending on what we do with Kluber this off season. Who had a good season when he was healthy with us. He pitched really well when he was healthy. Um, obviously, he had that no-hitter, um, but who knows if he's using spider attack, but that's besides the point. Um, he he pitched really well for us this year, too. Uh, obviously, I think this rotation is good, and I think putting Seve in there and having some of these young arms that we have in, uh, in the minors is good. I think this team, pitching rotation is only going to get better. I think Severino with a whole offseason of rehabbing and coming back next year, I'm... Sure, he's going to be start at least get a few starts to see how he is. Maybe his new role will be permanent bullpen just for the Tommy John and everything like that. But you've got to give him at least a few starts to see what he's like once he gets his body back up, worked up to MLB pitching standard. I'm sure during, like, spring training, you'll get a lot of starts, stuff like that. This bullpen, though, uh, I want to talk about, first of all, Jonathan Loewizka. He was amazing this year, best arm in this bullpen by far. Um, he had an amazing season until he got hurt. Um Came back, he was decent. But Jonathan Wizaka, a uh, good young arm in this bullpen, only twenty-six. He he will be a mainstay. He definitely will. Um he has some nasty stuff. Chad Green. Um weird season for Chad Green. Weird. Uh he would pitch really well and then let up a big home run in a big situations. <laughs> I don't really know how to feel about Chad Green. It's very hit or miss. That's how he's kind of been with the Yankees his entire career here. Just either like super good or not that great at all. And like it was, it's just weird. Like in the big moments, he lets up huge r- home runs and huge hits. Uh, his big thing was home runs this year, though. He let up a lot of home runs. Um, but I do like Chad Green, and uh, he. I mean, he's a good arm to have in the bullpen still. Uh, just minor tweaks, and he he has to be more. He has to just calm down in the big moments and not throw a lot of hanging pitches. Monday Peralta pitched really good for us this year. Monday Peralta was good. Uh, Two ninety five ERA. He pitched great um, Lucas Lujic, he pitched pretty well for us as well, I mean, this bullpen was, his bullpen was his bullpen, which was supposed to be good, Michael King, I, I gotta talk about Michael King though, Michael King, like, he, he really came on strong, like, he started off rough, but then he, he had some good games, I believe Michael King was one who threw the Immaculate Ending, Ending this year, um, Michael King had a, had a phenomenal year for us, uh, fifty five ERA, which again, ERA doesn't mean everything, but, uh, he, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, Clay Holmes, obviously, uh, he's gonna be another mainstay. Someone who we didn't think, uh, at least when he got traded to New York, everyone, not even I can't remember a lot of New York fans who were super high on that move either. I know a lot of P- analysts weren't. Nobody was, and uh, Clay Holmes came over, pitched amazing. Um, it was it was very impressive what uh, Clay Holmes can do, and I'm excited to see how he keeps moving and progressing with his team. Uh, let's see. Albert Abreu, uh, he he had some rough spots, especially in that game against Tampa, but then he also had some bright spots. Again, another young arm, 25. He has a lot of potential in this bullpen. He reminds me a lot of Jonathan Loisica before um, now. <laughs> Jonathan Loisica and him, have, I believe they can both throw 100. And uh, I know Jonathan Lewizica can. I believe Albert Abreu can reach 100. Obviously not on enchantment level, which we'll get to in a little bit. He has a very inconsistent arm in this bullpen, kind of like the Gary Sanchez <laughs> Uh, super hot or super cold uh andrew heaney not even worth talking about um that was horrible like what he i i have no words to describe andrew heaney it was very horrible like just crazy i couldn't believe it i was actually um pretty excited about the andrew heaney i knew it was like a little whatever could, could go be really good could be really bad who knows but it was uh it was really bad yeah it was all uh, it was even worse than i would have ever imagined so we'll move on from Andrew Heaney. And then now we're going to talk about Chapman here. And Chapman, he, um, like I said, he's very hot and cold. Uh, obviously, he was an all-star this year, which I don't know about that. But he was an all-star this year, uh, mostly just because of fan voting. But um, 33 now. And he, his fastball command has kind of been, was all over the place this year. He just couldn't locate strike zone. But when he was hot, he had some really good stretches. Uh, The beginning of the year was insane. He was unhittable. Um, And then he kind of tapered off, and then he went on a super cold streak. Then he got hurt. And then he was kind of like hot, cold, hot, cold. He's literally the Gary Sanchez of his pitching rotation. And I can see him maybe losing his closing job next year. I'm not sure. Depends on how he pitches next year. Um I think that this team needs a manager. Now, we'll just kind of transition over to the manager before I wrap it up. Um, this team needs a manager who is not afraid to make big decisions and to fight for his players. And we do not have that right now in Aaron Boone. And he, when with everything going on with Britain, and obviously, like, you want to keep your players' confidence up. And Britain was having a really rough time. I mean, really rough. Kept throwing him in high leverage situations. Kept just pitching bad. And if anything else, that destroys his confidence even more. So, and I don't know if he has a respect to that clubhouse. I'm obviously not in there every day, no matter what the players say. I mean, who really knows what's going on behind the scenes? But I just don't feel like he's a good leader for this team. I think they, we, need some new, we need a new face in there. Obviously, I know, I was a big person. Um, who I love Joe Girardi. And I think there was something that said, like the Yankees have been trending in the wrong direction ever since Joe Girardi left. Um, but some was one game away from the world series. And then ever since then, that like, it's just been down. Obviously we almost went, but lost in game six sells Juve, the buzzer ripping off shirt thing, whatever. But, uh, and we just keep going down. Now we lost in the wild card. Are we not going to make the playoffs next year? And I just don't think Boone is it. I don't think he's the answer. I don't think analytics is always the answer. I think, I think you need a mix of more of an analytical approach, but also just a still baseball-minded coach where, like, hard nose, not like Tommy La Russa coach where, like, no bat flips, no nothing like that, but, like, not super analytical and new school. I think you need a good mix. And especially with this Yankees team who is, like, home runs, home runs, and more home runs. And when LeMah- when we had LeMahieu, at least we had a good contact guy, and he was just not LeMahieu this year. And I just think there was a lot of combining factors on why we didn't. Uh, We couldn't just click, and we were one of the most streaky teams in the league. Um, But I would be happy to hear what you think about it. Um, Also, shout out Uncle Kevin, Boston fan. Um, I already know. We talked about over text. uh, I have to give the Red Sox their due diligence, since I didn't give them respect in the beginning of the year, which is true. I did not. Uh, go listen to my Power Rankings podcast if you would like to hear about that and hear me not know anything about baseball, I guess. But, um, but yeah, so that is, uh, that is the podcast, I guess. Um, I'm really hoping that the Yankees can really step it up next year. Um, obviously, everyone else in the division doesn't. But uh, I am curious to hear what you have to think. So just uh, if you have any opinions on it, just hit me up. Let me know what you guys think. And thank you guys for listening. I will catch you guys next time. Peace out.